Welcome back to This Person I Met. In the last two episodes, we had a special guest sharing some of his past difficult experiences as he left home and landed in the UK all by himself at age 17. He spoke no English at the time. We wish we were able to give you a brief recap, but his story is so captivating and beautifully told. Please listen to the previous two episodes we have dedicated to him. We start today's episode with his reflections on his experience growing up with his parents and influences from his extended family. The, the relationship between me and my parents is very delicate. Um, not saying that, you know, we don't love each other. We do. We, we do love each other deeply. It's just the way that we communicate is not efficient. You know how Asian parents are like, you know, when, when they want something from you, they kind of just, this, this family pressure just puts on, on your shoulder, um, without actually offering you, um, the help they just give you a th- an idea a thought oh you gotta do that you gotta do this and blah 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 and but that's it i mean how 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 could you possibly say oh i didn't go to school right because of this and that and i didn't even tell them about my working experience i i have a cousin who's like the the center, the proud of the whole family. When she was when she was at school, she was like always at the top, right? The best student. And I was told her story every time when my um, grade slipped, even just for, you know, a little bit. And I remember my mother used to say, oh, look at your cousin. She lives a good life now. When she was your age, she always aced on everything. Um, I think I think I tried to be like my mom, like uh, my mother's like a good boy. So putting in effort in schoolwork and maintaining good grades, it was like all I did. I guess I just wanted some sort of reward um like like every other kid my memory is a little vague on this um but i do remember the way my parents rewarded me it was kind of like overfed my pride at the time because i often got like cocky about something that i was good at and it feels like the the arrogant that I had was built on my ignorance. So it was it was it was terrible. And I started looking for like a shortcut to achieve something um, that you know acquires time and effort. And cheating, for example, like all those little tricks that I could use um to to keep a, a a good grade so that i could get their compliments and to get their rewards um of course they didn't last long right cheating uh, that w- that's cheating is just one time thing it never lasts long 
And after being like that, you know, for some time, my grades just started to fall again, and everything, you know, went back to zero. It seemed that anything that I enjoyed to do when I was a kid, and None of my family would like support me, or like, or even liked what I what I、uh, was interested in. I used to watch anime, and I really enjoyed it. Shit, I even I even liked to learn some Japanese and Japanese cultures. But no, they didn't like it. Everything that was not relatable to study was bad. So, everyone in the family, like whenever I meet them, whenever I talk to them, it was always those words, you know. You gotta study hard. You gotta do this. You gotta do that. You know, look at this kid, way better than you. Or look at your cousin, and you know she's she's she was way better at your age, and blah blah blah, right? And eventually, I just gave up. I became extremely rebellious. Even after failing at his studies and experiencing so much negativity in England, the pressure his parents and other family members put on him did not relent. After three years of struggling, he dropped out of school in the UK and returned back to China. He wanted to continue his education one way or another. But attending a college in China was almost impossible by then, because taking a college entrance exam required another three years of preparation, and so his parents decided to send him abroad yet again. This time, he came to the states.、Um, coming to the states was the same reason as going to England. It was not out of、um, self-willingness. It was still family pressure, and I still had no way out. Um, so you know they decided to send me out again, but the only the only difference was that I I kind of had a goal. Being a teacher seemed fun. Maybe this is what I want to do. So at least I had a goal before coming to the states. At first, I was I was in a, a community college. My experience at the community college was the best memories that I've ever had、uh, living abroad. A community college was everything's like diverse. You know, you have international students,、uh, you have people from different ages. It was a new environment. It was a new experience. Everything was new, and plus, I had my experience in England, so I could adapt into、uh, a new culture more、uh, easily. The community college that I went had this、uh, homestay housing plan for international students.、Um, basically, they would assign you. To an American family based on your preferences, I was very lucky、um, to get to know、uh, my homestay family.
they took me in more than just like a tenant or like a guest. They taught me what it was like to live in the U.S. You know, like garage sale, theme fair, um, barbecue, or even yard work. You know, just everything that you would want to teach your kids. A lot of people say that you know, coming to colleges are generally bad because of the age gap between students, or you know, like poor teaching quality.、Uh, but I don't think so.、Mm, you know, people people that are older, you know,、um, the people who return to college in their forties or even fifties. They actually come back to like really learn.、Um, so, whenever you talk to them, you feel being educated. They can elaborate so much on one single subject using their、uh, either life experience or working experiences. Especially, you know, as an international student, I felt like very welcomed. In that community, it was nothing alike that I experienced in UK.、Uh, and plus, at the time, I had a very clear goal. Right, I wanted to finish college in three years to get associate associated degree, and then transfer to a university for another two years to get a bachelor. All the international students had to take an ESL class, you know, the、uh, English as second language class. It's basically a class to make sure that、um, non-English speaking students are ready for English one on one. Because a lot, all of my classmates were、uh, English learners. I didn't have to be like shameful about my poor English anymore, and、uh, I had classmates from all over the world. I didn't have to like feel、um, pressure being in a room filled with、uh, white kids. You know, just just being a minority in a tiny group.、Um, this was the time that I made some. People that I would call like true friends. I mean, even 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 till now, right? I still hang out with them.、Uh, you know, after almost like ten years, it was at this time I made、um, two very precious, the most valuable friends、uh, via online gaming. We hung out together. You know, we played video games、um, all night long. And you know, soon we became very close. <laughs> I remember, you know, something interesting、uh, was that you know they mistook me as a girl for a long time before we met offline, because I got confused with the the word、uh, male and female when they asked me、uh, my gender.、Uh, and this has been an Kind of like inside joke that they they would use to tease me for you know as long as we've known each other. You know, like every time when they meet my friends or whenever I meet theirs, and they they tell this story to just to mess me around.
Oh, and、uh, they gave me a puppy as a gift. Those years at the community college were great, but it ended when I went to the university. After three years of hard work in the community college, he successfully transferred to a major university to start his degree in elementary education. Things finally seem to be looking up, but restarting in a new place is never an easy task. Um, I had to leave my friends, leave the relationship that I had already built, and you know, basically leave everything behind to start fresh. I mean, this may not sound as traumatic、uh, for most Americans because you know, if you really think about it,、um, as an American student, you are just going to another town or city for two years. And you, you know, you can always come home to visit family and friends during Christmas or, or、uh, you know, summer breaks. It's different as an international student. We don't have a place you would call home. So if you go to another city, you basically have to start a new life there. This time it's a little bit different because I have a a puppy as a companion. The university that I chose was, you know. In a tiny, tiny town. I mean, the university itself—it's—it's it's almost half of the size of the town. Because I majored in elementary education, which is not a very popular major among international students at all. Most of the students were white. Some of them actually thought that I was Native American. So、uh, when I was in A classroom filled with white people, and I don't want to sound all like racism, but you can't imagine what it's like to be a minority.、Um, you know, the worst part was that I was the only male student in that classroom. I mean, if I could go back into that classroom again, I would probably think you know it was it was a guys. Um, like dreaming classroom scenario. Like I was literally surrounded by pretty and lovely college girls. It would be like a paradise, right? But、um, you know that was where my like social awkwardness kicked in.、Um, the first couple of months,、uh, I was I was still doing all right. You know, I went to library and studied hard, and even joined clubs. I almost aced like my first semester.、Um, the second semester, it was where it all turned south. the The trigger was、um, this one group of girls that I was assigned with.、Um, I assumed that I didn't speak English fluently. To keep up with their conversation, you know, both academic and social conversations,、um, these girls actually just they stopped talking to me, you know, as if I was just an extra name on our group projects.、Um, I don't blame them. I mean, I would have probably get a, like kind of frustrated or irritated. 
if I couldn't, you know, communicate with someone that I had to every day.、Um, but it was at that moment, you know, all those negative feelings that I had in England just it just rushed, rammed、uh, inside of me. Ooh,、uh, this topic is gonna get dark. <laughs> that was the darkest time in my life. I wasted three, almost four years of my life. I went through、um, so-called major depression and just different psych- psychological uh, uh, issues. Um, you know, the second starting from the second、uh, semester, it was like UK life all again. Except that this one was this time is it's、uh, it's actually worse. In UK, when I you know starved myself, at least I looked I looked alright. But this time, you know, I started、um, stress eating. I was like stress eating like crazy. You know, when I was in UK, I was like a hundred and fifty pounds something.、Um, but you know, after stress eating, you know, just sitting in my room, like not doing anything, I gained up to two hundred and sixty pounds plus.、Uh, you know, my my self esteem was was already at the bottom. And now, like being fat, it was kind of like my my last confidence just went poof. At the time, I was extremely、um, self-conscious. You know, it's it's like when someone glances at you. As a normal person, you you probably don't even think about it. You probably you would probably you know smile back at this person. But when when someone gave me a glance or even talked to me, oh my god, I would get like these drama scenes playing in my head. I would think, you know, like what would this person think of me? Was I like being fat? Would it, would this person, you know, think that my English was not good? You know, it was just like all that UK experience again. I remember that I would go grocery shopping at 3 a.m. Because I didn't have to meet or、uh, talk to anyone, I would go to you know those like self checkout machines so that I didn't have to talk to the cashier. You know, I would I would even take take my dog out after midnight so that I didn't have to like run into people. Have you ever been trapped in a like a rabbit hole? You know when when you start to think on one direction and there's just no way back. You know it's like have you、um, ever seen a glass wall shattered by a hammer?、Um, it's like you know someone pushes you off a cliff out of sudden, and you feel like constant、um, free falling. It's like you know, getting chills and goosebumps every moment.、Uh, it's like something heavy hit back of your head that makes you dizzy. And 
it's like you know you're like kind of like crying inside but no tears come down um it's it was a very mixed uh, feeling that's that's how i felt at the the worst of time you know the darkest of time i had insomnia um i only got like a few hours of sleep here and there each day um i would think you know why am i living this world like i am no use just sitting here play video games eating sleeping wasting money I would like head ram um, to the walls uh, or the pillows, you know, just because I wanted to get these these noise, uh, this this voice out of my head. And eventually, I just I even thought about like ending my life. It was like three years. Three years, I I literally t- tortured myself for three freaking years, and my memory of happiness during this period of time is actually vague, because you know at the time days and nights, dates and months didn't matter to me anymore, and you know plus the insomnia. For me. It was too much to take. It was too much torturing. It's it's not like someone you know torture、uh, torture you physically that you have to you know endure the pain. pain.、Um, no, it was it was like my brain torturing myself, and I couldn't even control it. It was like my brain just kept sending out all these negativities subconsciously.、Uh, and you ask me how I pulled myself out? I didn't. My my dog actually pulled me out. You know, my dog stayed there with me、um, day and night. We were kind of just inseparable. You know, I remember hugged him and cried for nights. You know, he was the the reason that I stopped thinking about like, you know, ending myself. Because I was like, oh my god, if I if I ended myself, who would who would like take care of my dog? It was when my when my grandparents they passed away. You know, at that time, I thought to myself. My parents—they put all these efforts, and you know they are getting old. There really isn't much time left for my parents, and I started to worry. I started to questioning myself. How come you come up with such a terrible idea of you know ending your own life when people around you they love you so much? Even if this this is just not for you, then what about for them? And from that point, I started to open up a little bit. Like eventually, one morning, and I just you know decided to to see a a, a shrink, 
to get like professional help. Cause you know, I, I knew what was going on, right? Like I recognized that I was sick. I was just not right. I knew it. Uh, and of course, you know, the recovery took a long time. Uh, the shrink talked to me and, you know, I tried to let, let everything out. From talking to the shrink, um, she said that my depression was developed upon my experience in UK. And what happened was that I never um, took my trauma seriously. Like I, ne I never had a treatment to cure uh, what was damaged. So, you know, when something that was so similar happened again, and I got, I just got sick, you know, even worse. And if you, if you ask me for like advice on depression, I can only say that, you know, when you are depressed, you know, like major depression, if you don't realize it, and if you don't like have people around you to help you, then you're doomed. Um, I don't see a way out. If if like no one helps you, and if you don't if you don't recognize it, but if you do, if you do realize and recognize um, that you or people you care about are experiencing depression, then help them. You know, their bodies live in the same physical world as us, but their minds are totally, are totally in another dimension. Uh, I mean, like, try to get them to the professionals um, to get proper psychological treatments. After years of struggling, he was able to finally pull himself out of the dark place his mind had confined him to. But why did he have to suffer so much? What were the major causes? Speculating with our limited knowledge, we asked him a few questions about his relationship with his family. His responses were mind-blowing beyond words. Did you like not ask your parents for support or for any talking about your difficulties? So I felt like it was pointless to, to talk to them about my difficulties, um, even though I was like suffering a lot. So I just, I don't know. I guess I, at the time I just decided to take take everything in. Part of the reason was, you know, going through the teenage period. So you you had this uh, little devil inside of you, you know, just like, oh, I can do this myself. I don't need my parents. Finally, you know, after seventeen years, I finally get away from them. I want to do everything all myself. That's on my side. I don't know like what they think because we've never spoken about that experience even even up to this point i don't know i guess to them it was it's just this whole england thing all over again you know like oh he's wasting his time in, in the states and you know just wasting money not not putting effort not studying obvious i wasn't i wasn't studying but that wasn't the, the main reason throughout this is there anything that you wanted your parents to understand about you like you were talking about like they had, they put all this pressure on you and they sent you to all these places. But is there anything that you want them to understand? No, it's not about them understanding you. It's about you understanding them. Um, you can't change what they think. 
but you can you can adjust yourself to what they think about you. I think understanding yourself is more important than letting other people to understand you. Throughout the years of failing and keep failing, I learned that be selfish. Being selfish is is human nature. Um, apart from people who truly care about you, no one in this world gives a damn about you. So why should you? I don't mean to like lose one's compassion, love, or um, you know, like any of these good virtues, but. To stop caring what others think about you, you know, like be yourself and love yourself. And I understand it's difficult at beginning to regain one's self-esteem, but what I did was like, I acted like a troll, right? Just talking random shit to friends around you, and be that weirdo, and is you know try to establish your confidence by doing that. Learn to accept that no one likes you but yourself. That's how I managed to get myself out of the mental BS. That's what I meant by like selfish. You know, just accept and love yourself more than what you think other people would think about you. Um, what would change?、Uh, what would change in your life if you could ever have a second chance? Ooh. Uh. I don't want to change anything. Those experiences made the person who I am right now. I accepted those those really down times. Now I think of it. Occasionally, I would think, you know, oh, what happens if I if I didn't shut myself down in England? What if I actually graduated in England and going back to China and had a bright future? But was that really what I wanted? Probably not. You know, after going in, in the dark for so long, the the purpose in life that I'm seeking right now is is what actually I want. Like I said, I don't see those downsides as as regrets in life. It really is just a bug in the system, and that you have to fix. The experience of fixing those bugs made the person who I am. And it created the value in how I see other people, how I value things. And is there like a message you would want to tell by sharing this story, or like any advice you could give people? I I could only you know say something to people who have the same experience as as I had. Be yourself and keep working on on the goal that you you set to yourself. You see the you know F word once a while to yourself to other people. When when someone talks down on you, you know like, oh you're not worthy, you're being bad at this. Why are you continuing this? F you. This is what I'm doing. I this is what I want. You have we we less things to worry about. Just focus on what you need to do and focus on your your purpose in the life. Screw everyone else, right? There's nothing to hide. You're you. Fifteen years ago, 
A boy flew alone to England, like Alice fell down the rabbit hole. He found himself in an unfamiliar world, in all its disorienting reality. He got stuck in dark crevices, crawled through never-ending tunnels, and finally found the gateway to the real world side. Now, he's a successful IT technician, seeking opportunities for new adventure. At first, we were completely stunned by his painful experiences and attempted to figure out how we could avoid those pitfalls. But working on his stories for so long has given us a chance to rethink. Maybe there is so much more our parents, the school, and society can do to better understand us. But just like he said, it is also about how we can understand them and understand ourselves. These journeys down the hidden rabbit holes are completely out of our control most of the time. Thus, they're not things that we should try to avoid, but things we should try to learn how to face. We have so much gratitude towards this man for sharing his story. For sharing a story of fighting, reflection, and survival. These are some of the many things we associate with the superhero's journey. But the growing pains and hardships this man faced, along with those positive things, didn't make his journey any less heroic. If anything, they made it more so. Thank you so much for sticking with us through these three episodes. We really hope you enjoyed them. If you have any sort of story you'd like to share, please feel free to contact us.